ladies and gentlemen, welcome to College Football Weekly. Today is August 31st, 2020, and we are back in the studio, second show of the year, and college football is back. Did you guys happen to see, it was just FCS, it wasn't FBS, <laughs> but Austin P, Austin, I don't, how do you say that? Austin, is it Austin P or Austin PA? PA? I have no idea. Austin Pay. it's spelled P-E-A-Y, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's Austin P played Central Arkansas, and uh, it was awesome. Everyone was freaking out about it. I didn't see any of it. Okay, well, here's what was great, is that like, it, it comes on and people are like, is this really happening? College football is back. And on the very first play, uh, a player from Austin P scored a 75-yard touchdown. Okay. A 75-yard touchdown run, cool. like down the sideline. It was awesome. I uh, Admittedly, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw some clips. But uh, Austin P. Who it's just play? we're back. Central Michigan, the Central, Chippewas. Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas Chippewas. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know who Central Arkansas is. <laughs> I don't either. Sorry to all the Central Arkansas grads out there. Yeah. Well, I know we got a lot of those in our fans. Yeah, but it was, you know, that was like it was it wasn't FBS. It was FCS and what are they? The the Bears? Uh They're the Bears. Hey. Okay, Bear Down. The Bears uh, team Bears. I believe Central Arkansas ended up winning too and covering. Um but we're back. That just it just felt like okay, we're we're back and and to top it off like we have real FBS culture ball this weekend. This morning, <laughs> I like how we have to distinguish. We have real FBS. We do. Ball. And then this morning, I woke up out of bed Uh-oh. and it was cold in my room. I you know, it's been hot all summer here in Denver. It's been in like the 90s and I sleep with a fan in my window to blow in cool air while I'm sleeping, right? And I woke up and I was actually cold and like it felt like a fall morning and I was like, "Oh my gosh." We're actually here. We made it. I was a little chilly this morning, too. Yeah? Yeah, I was chilled. Do you sleep with the window open? Not the window open, but I get the fan going. Okay. Yeah, I like that okay. white noise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're back. And we're back. We have, like I said, we have real games this weekend, FBS games that we're going to break down later on in the show. We've got real college football news. And the probably the biggest one, it just was announced uh, today, I believe, this morning, maybe last night, was... Uh, Jamar Chase is opting out, the wide receiver from LSU. I think he was the best wide receiver in college football last year as a sophomore. I think he would have gone – I think he would have been drafted ahead of all those guys who went in the first round. I mean, we're talking about a, a legendary wide receiver class from last year, and obviously he wasn't eligible. He was only a sophomore, and he's going to opt out and get and prepare for the NFL draft. That's a big deal. I just think this is the first of many. I think we're going to see a lot of these guys opting yeah. out, focusing on the NFL – that that's what this year is going to be. It's going to be a strange season from from the very beginning, and already one of the best players opting out. So that that is one of the downfalls of this year for sure. And he actually wasn't the first of like really notable player. He he might be like the best of the bunch. But you did have uh, about a month ago, Penn State, one of their uh, best defensive players, Micah Parsons. He announced he was sitting out. Rondale Moore, the the flashy you know super quick wide receiver from. Purdue, he's sitting out. So he wasn't the first, but he's probably the biggest name out of the bunch. Right now, I know like McShay and all those NFL draft guys that have no idea what the draft will actually be like next year. They already have him pegged as like a top five pick. He's that good. So we're just going into the show today. No intros, no anything, just just going. No, that's it. I mean, okay. like, we got college football news. We got games. What other intros should we do? Well, we intros got... is in your Will Chamber. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. I, got Ryan you know what? I, I forget sometimes. <laughs> I just assume that everyone knows I'm Will Chambers, Tyler Walgie, producer Smitty. He's in the house. I mean, house. that's a tough face to You're forget. Right. You know, well, once people see the Will Chambers Well, we face, already it's... we have our millions of followers already, so I just assumed <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that I didn't have. You're right. I forgot the intro. <laughs> it's all good. 
and we're just going right in, man. We just, are. We're just, going in. Yeah. Going first in raw. Five. Yeah. 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 Well, we got we got like it just feels it feels like we're back, you know. And and the games that we have this weekend aren't amazing. You know, we don't have any super high profile teams playing. Sorry to all the BYU fans out there, but uh, we are going to have real football to watch on Saturday and and for most of the day too. Some of the games like they haven't announced the kickoff times yet, so like the schedule isn't clear. But we will have real games Saturday, some on Sunday, and actually the BYU versus uh navy game that's monday that's monday night um because on you know this would be the weekend normally where it would be week one and on labor day they always do that they started doing that sweet thing where you have games thursday friday saturday sunday and monday and what's the deal know, with wearing white on labor day i don't you, know that i think rule. it's that you don't wear white past labor day right or is that past uh it's either past or before well, it's one of the two. Isn't everything past or before <laughs> like Labor Day? Yeah. I don't get well, the rule. I don't think anyone actually lives by those. I feel like that's a rule that like I don't know. You had to go by in like the '60s. Yeah. You know, you were like, oh yeah, you, go, you know, lay your jacket down over a puddle for your white. date <laughs> instead of walking around it, and no white past Labor Day. Ryan's looking it up. You can't wear white after Labor Day. It was created to separate the old money elitists <laughs> from the new money group. Those new money bastards. Yeah. Well, we're we're new money for sure. We're not old money. Yeah. We're not any money, really. Um, but uh, yeah, that's good to know. Good to know the rule. So you're right. No no more white to all you... Uh, I like to make sure everyone's up on it. So if you see someone wearing white past Monday, you just know that they're a poor piece of shit, basically. Go... You know? uh- <laughs> None of them have any like oil refinery right. money. What a bunch yeah. of bums! Yeah, just okay. Well, I guess that's where it comes from. Uh, I'm excited for Labor Day. It's actually usually my favorite holiday because of college football, and it sucks that you know we talked about it last year, not getting or last week, not getting the non-conference games. We would have yeah, had some fun yeah. ones this weekend. But I think it's I think it's hysterical how everyone takes Labor Day off. Well, that's what it's for. Well, that's <laughs> well. You got something, Smitty? But it's like no, I was just saying, I have it off too. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's called Labor Day. Right. It's to celebrate labor the by giving day them a day of off. Labor. Oh, come on, let's celebrate about Labor Day. <laughs> yeah, I think you're missing the point. Celebrating labor by not laboring. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole point. It's 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 to honor all of us hard laborers out there. You know, uh, all people that wear white after Labor Day, no doubt. People that are working, you See, know, hard labor I thought labor the white jobs. after Labor Day was just from a bunch of people who played tennis who kept getting confused and thought everyone was showing up to play tennis. Well, I don't think that you're wrong. If they're playing tennis, they're like elitist. They're, <laughs> they're, they're probably, old money exactly. people. They got their <laughs> tennis club. Well, yeah, I guess so. If you, if you look at the, uh, the description that we just looked up, white was considered a vacation attire. Mm. So, oh, vacation attire. Strictly for Martha's Vineyard, Bring you know? The whites to wear. Yeah. Mm, yes. I got to wear it when I'm in the vineyard. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely not in the old money group. Obviously, someone, I, someone out there that's listening maybe is, and they're like these <laughs> these pieces of shit. I'm new poor, <laughs> <laughs> new poor. Yeah. I'm old poor. <laughs> yeah, I've been poor, dude. I'm <laughs> welcome to the club. I'm new but, poor. I have no. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's a shock. I've been picking cigarette butts out of trash cans <laughs> for years. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we got college football. We got college football news. So I saw this. The Big Ten. <laughs> There was a report that they are looking at maybe starting because obviously they canceled the season. They want to try to play the spring season. I don't know how they're going to do that, but they had said that they're looking at maybe starting it right around Thanksgiving or shortly after Thanksgiving. That'd be cool. It would be awesome because that would basically mean that we get, you know, three months of 
ACC, SEC, and Big 12. And then right when that season ends, then we get Big 10 and maybe Pac-12 <laughs> after that. We could be looking at the longest college football season ever for us. Well, that would be great. I, I don't understand why the Pac-12 and Big 10 came out and then delayed right. until you know spring or so soon. They should have said, yeah. we're not starting on time, but everything after Let's that is... Let's figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because there's no... I don't think... Uh, you know, I think Urban Meyer came out and said it. A lot of people have said it like... You're not going to pull off a spring season because players. You can't ask players to play in the spring and then in the fall. Right, again. it's ridiculous. Right, yeah, you know they give NFL players like six months off to repair their bodies. You can't ask college athletes to play and have the season end in March or April and then just get a couple months and be back right. at ca- fall camp in you know July or August again. And so that that would be sweet. Look, I think that what they're doing is they're just throwing out, you know like a kernel here and there to keep someone like me that's a Big Ten fan like, like oh, maybe it'll happen. And I think that ultimately they probably won't play spring. They probably won't play anything in the winter or fall either. I think that right now they're maybe just trying to you know, ease tensions and say, I just think well, they, hey, we might play at Thanksgiving. I think they have no idea. Right. I think they don't know at all. I mean, I'm dealing right now with season tickets for uh, University of Colorado. Are you going to get a refund? Or how does that well, work? Well, that's the thing is they're talking about what to do. And the options they gave us were... Uh, put money. Well, donate it to the school. I love you, CU. I don't know if I'm gonna d- <laughs> donate all my money. Yeah, to you're you. you're you're Newport. <laughs> of course, you're not donating. <laughs> right. Uh, it was donate uh, to the school. Save it pretty much in escrow for next year. Put it towards spring <laughs> football. What a fancy term right? for putting your tickets. Right. <laughs> mean, it's in escrow. I mean, oh, my money's in escrow. <laughs> now you sound like you uh, like your old money. Okay. And then uh, the other was to put it towards spring. Or just get the money back. I'm like, just give me my fucking money back. But you don't lose no. your spot then, right? Oh, well, I don't no, know. There's probably not no. a huge waiting list for CU. No, I'm not trying to. That's not, not like what a, the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lots of. It's not like, uh, or you know, the the Green Bay Packers where you you write your name down, you, you sign up to get season and he tickets, brings up a and team it's for your your grandkids. It's yellow and gold. That's ideal. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. I mean. Is it that hard to get if, if like like you have season tickets? If I wanted to right now, I don't think I'd have to wait five seasons to get it. And I'm not trying to take I highly dig doubt you at would CU. have to wait very long. I'm just being realistic. But here. we've I had our CU. we've had our season tickets since the mid '60s. Yeah, for so sure. It's like if those went, then it's like, wow, shit. Now. Yeah, no, you don't want to lose like your spot or your right. You so, know, so that's your the thing. Seats. As long as we, it's like we can. But to me, it's like they're trying to. Not that it's like a university issue, but putting the money towards spring football, they're not going to play as many games. Right. It might be. You know, like ha- like half the games, it may be six, seven games. I'm not going to get six home games. At the most, you're going to get five because right. like a 10-game season and they do home and homes or something like that. Right. But right. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. And the funny thing is I haven't seen anything from the Pac-12. Like, you know, like the Pac-12 canceled their season. They, ba- they basically waited for the Big Ten to do it and then said, we're doing it too. And then they've been flying under the radar while the Big Ten takes all the shit for it, right? Everyone's piling on, on Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren for being an idiot and for canceling the season and not telling anyone why and all this stuff. Meanwhile, by the way, his son is playing football for an SEC school. He's going to play. So it's, you know, it, I, I get it. It's his son's choice or whatever. Maybe he can't just tell his son not to play. But it is an interesting contradiction to say, well, I'm not going to allow the Big Ten you know, uh, football players to play, but my son can. And but meanwhile, the Pac-12 is just like flying under the radar. No one's like ripping on them as much as they are the Big Ten. And so, well, I don't know what their plan is. Everybody's ripping on the Big Ten right now. Did you see what Paul Feinbaum said? <sighs> right? No, I, I didn't. Up? But uh, <laughs> it, I'm sure it wasn't up. good. No, 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 it's queued up right there in the tab. All right, so here it is. Uh, a quote from Paul Feinbaum. Quote: I think it's also an indicator of just how dysfunctional this league has become. Talking about the Big Ten. 
what a laughing stock <laughs> this league has become. It's Such really sad asshole. to say that because five weeks ago, the Big Ten was considered the gold standard in big-time college football, and now it's the punchline to almost any joke you can okay, think of. Okay, well, that, nothing Paul could Feinbaum. be more Paul Feinbaum than to, <laughs> A, say something that he would have never said. He never would have said the Big Ten is the gold standard. He would say right. the SEC <laughs> is because he's the biggest SEC fanboy in the world. And to say that it's dysfunctional because like one bad thing happened like no, everything was going great in the Big 10 before this right so like they don't like look you can call them a laughing stock and say they're idiots for canceling the season i do but don't just all of a sudden be like the Big Ten's always been shit, or it's you know now it's shit and it this never was Paul before. Feinbaum, well, Paul Feinbaum is like the cheerleader for the SEC. Yeah, for He's sure. Like the He's the water carrier. So what happened? He knows the Big Ten is is like in competition with the SEC for that. Oh, for, for sure. For yeah, the number so one spot. he sees this and he's like, he sees an opportunity to just pounce. Dude, he just sees an opportunity for someone like you to click on it and us, and <laughs> exactly. us to talk about it. That's all exactly. he wants. Paul he's Feinbaum. the Stephen A. Smith of college football where he's like, I'm just going to say something ridiculous. Every You can like literally do a countdown where you say, it's been four weeks since he said anything about Jim Harbaugh. Here it comes. And then he'll say something about Jim Harbaugh <laughs> that gets in the headlines. He always like loves to rip on Jim Harbaugh like everyone else does. Paul Feinbaum looks like what uh, a picture of someone who kind of looks like Paul Feinbaum, Paul Feinbaum would look like, like a caricature picture. Yeah. And then he came to life. He looks to I me... I bet he's a really loud eater. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? I, I just think he looks like he just wears exclusively Velcro shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like old, old person, New Balance Velcros. Yeah, see, I think he looks to me like... I think he always has to take his glasses off to clean him when he's having a conversation with you you know when they, you know when you get those filters where like it turns like a male's face into a female's face yeah. or vice versa he looks like like what the filter adaptation would be of a woman version of him that then put the man filter on and it just like took away the hair and made him bald and like gave him glasses like it, it really it's just his sister and then she, you know she looks like that I'm not a big fan of his. I, bet, I don't I bet listen he, to his I show. I bet he often whistles when he breathes. R.I.P. Tammy from <laughs> R.I.P. Tammy from uh, from Auburn, Alabama. Though you know, Tammy, Tammy, she was mm. all, "Hey, Paul, Did hey, Paul, I got something to say, Paul." <laughs> R.I.P. Did you ever watch uh, Parks and Rec? Uh, I watched like part of the first season, but never like continued. It was I think really it's funny. Though. Funny how Ron Swanson, how all of his ex-wives are named Tammy. Yeah, that's Tammy right. Tammy I remember too. that. <laughs> yeah, Ron Swanson's great. Yeah, well, look, I'm not. I, I love Tammy. SEC football, and I'm I'm so excited to watch it. But I'm not a big Paul Feinbaum guy, and that's fine. Whatever, you know. He's mm. anyone else can like him, and that's cool. I just don't like. I've never liked the hot take guys. You know what, what I mean? What is that? You just qual- qualifying for anyone else who likes him who's watching? Yeah, hey, like, you hey, can like, it's if, okay. If you want to be an, an idiot and what, no, I'm kidding. I mean, look, he's just not for, not for everybody. I get why people would like it. If you're an SEC fan and you want to watch a guy rip on the Big Ten and, and Jim Harbaugh every other day, then great. But uh, it's just not for me. So, mm. But I'm excited for the SEC to, to start even without Jamar Chase at LSU. And I don't really blame him, by the way. I for, bet Paul Feinbaum goes to Michael's just to browse. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What what kind of arts and crafts do you think he's into if he's at Michael's? Uh, it's something simple. He probably you know, like something like easy. makes his own quilts or something. <laughs> that would be my guess. He like he sews. Quilts? Yeah, he quilts. He like goes there and gets the cute little fabrics. You know, like those patchwork quilts. Yeah, he makes one of those, and uh, that would be my guess. He's just got that look. You know. Yeah. He's he's got that. He old seems guy like look. he would host Bridge Night. Well, <laughs> they're just lucky. He's just lucky he's got the SEC to watch. And the funny thing is, like the. I don't actually think it's going to happen, but every other day I feel like I see some rumor about the Big Ten is coming back. You know, they're going to announce it on Friday. Some guy on Twitter that, of course, is not 
you know, some he's he's not uh, Adam Schefter. He was like, my sources tell me the Big Ten is going to play. They're going to announce it by Friday. And then and then another guy was like, all the schools are are going to join up and just boycott and say, you know, like, it, there was a report that Nebraska, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Penn State, and, and Michigan, like all the really big dogs in the Big Ten, were all going to join up and play each other and just tell the Big Ten to piss off, right? Yeah. And of course, the, you know. Those are just things to get my hopes up and make me sad when they never actually Well, do happen. they have, uh, Ryan, can you bring up the win totals? Did you see the win totals yet? No, I didn't. I haven't maybe, looked at maybe them. Maybe we can get some a better two off of this. So for those who don't know, Will and I don't premeditate our bet board games. No. Uh, and, and for those new to, new to the show, we have a bet board that goes every season, all year long. Um, but we don't decide what's going to be bet board games. They just kind of spring up if we disagree on anything. Right. So we'll see if we can All come up natural. with anything here. Do they have the Big Ten teams in here is what I want to see. Well, I mean, they had definitely announced some earlier before the season had been canceled. Um, so I know I had see. seen some, like the really early on ones. And so, so the SEC, they obviously have Arizona's out. So, yeah, they're all off now, it looks like. Yeah, there you go. California oh, off, oh. Colorado off. So they're off the board just because you can't bet them anymore. But I know they had announced them. Like, I remember Michigan's was uh, eight and a half, I think, or nine. Okay. Um, and uh, I think you had to get Ohio State at 11. I, I saw a couple interesting ones. LSU has dropped from nine to seven. seven. It opened up at nine. It is now Give me that over seven. all day long. Like, I'm not gonna fight you there. Yeah, because yeah. like, look, I get it. They lost. They lose Joe Burrow. They lost the uh, the offensive wizard uh, who went to the Panthers. Help me out. Um, he was the Merlin, the passing coordinator. <laughs> Merlin. He was the passing coordinator. Uh, Joe. Oh, Joe Brady. Joe Brady. Thank you. Uh, he leaves, and he was the guy who like turned the offense into the juggernaut. Brady. It was. They lose all the talent on offense and on defense, and uh, uh, and you, so you embarrass me, Will. You're so <laughs> embarrassing. Um, don't worry, you could never embarrass me, Tyler. Um, so I, I get why everyone is like all of a sudden clamoring, like, oh, they're not going to win any games. But they, it's still LSU. They still recruit at an insane level, and even the LSU before national championship, LSU was always winning basically such eight, a eight nerd. Games. Look at Joe Brady, what a dweeb. That, I've never seen him with glasses on. He always looked like a cool guy before that yeah. photo. Interesting. Well, here let's um, pull that. Well, he's yeah. at the Panthers now as the offensive coordinator who, with uh, uh, the ex Baylor coach, um, Art Bryles. No, 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 the one who he just left. Uh, he the new. You're not doing well on names today, are this you? This is killing me. Yeah, I, why can't I remember his name? He was at Baylor last year. Is it oh. Matt Rule? Matt Rule. Matt yes, Rule. there you go. Matt. So Matt Rule left Baylor to take the job at uh, Carolina, and he nabbed Joe Brady's offensive coordinator. I, I've heard several things. Now this is very specific to Baylor, but I've heard that Baylor is one of the colleges that that they either recruit, they either get players or don't get players based on their relationships with high schools in Texas. Like a right. lot of other colleges. Uh, most other colleges, whether it's LSU in Louisiana or even right. like a lower school in Louisiana, they don't need that hardcore recruiting from in-state, right? LSU can survive. They with, just with get recruits. it from exactly, Louisiana from anywhere, And they can already right. get it from there. But Baylor, because uh, it's the Big 12 and a lot of other school, a lot, yeah. a lot of other players go to other schools or it's Texas, which is so right. kind of dense already with schools. I think that's schools. why. Yeah, yeah. That, that either you have relationships with high schools and you can recruit or you don't and right. it becomes very That tough. sounds like all the Texas schools because if you're going to, I mean, but think about Texas, it. But even Texas or Texas A&M or Texas Tech, they get a lot of their guys from like California yeah. or, or the pipelines, right. right? Baylor seems to be the only school. It's like a Baylor only issue. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably aren't, it's probably harder for them to pull guys from out of state so they are probably fighting over that. But Texas has so 
so much talent. And so you're right. That you but figure they would be. They're always competing with Texas, Texas A&M. Texas, I mean, Texas Tech is actually lowest on that TCU. level. TCU, yeah, TCU is tough to compete with. And then you got to worry about the big dogs like LSU, Ohio State, you know, USC. Like a lot of out-of-state programs are always trying to come in and poach guys right, from Texas. Right. Ohio State did that a lot. And Baylor has those academic uh, yeah, restrictions. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, I'm just excited that we have football this week. We got some some big games coming up. I mean, kind of big games. We got two uh, service academy games. I love those. I love. We're gonna be able to watch the option this weekend in two different games. Obviously, Navy playing BYU, and then we got Army playing uh, Middle Tennessee State. Heck yeah! And I miss the option. You know, it, it's a dying breed. Obviously, Georgia love Tech got rid of it. It's the best. It's so much fun. Love and the so uh, another piece of news that I saw that I find interesting. I want to know what your opinion is on this, Tyler, because no. what the NCAA announced is that Look at you that. get, uh, you know, obviously if you, school. if for the players in the big 10 and the ACC, uh, they're missing, you know, they don't get a football season. They're being granted an extra year of eligibility, right? So if you're a senior, it's not, you know, you can come back and play again if you want to, but they're also giving it to players that play. So like if you're at Florida and you can, you can play this year and it still doesn't count towards your, eligibility and i don't know if that's is that unfair towards you know like i, I get it the only people it's unfair to are current record holders at these universities like oh I don't that's think it's, a good point i don't I never think it's thought that unfair that. like in terms of the nfl or extra playing or extra time to develop or even if you have a player who would have been there for an extra year because this rule is for everybody it's not just one conference or right so i don't think that, that that's a big deal i think it's a big deal for Record holders at universities. That, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah, because now you could have guys playing, you know, sometimes we would see guys get like that fifth year or whatever. Now you could have them playing like five real seasons where they're on the field. Exactly. Because I thought it was just unfair for like the Big Ten and Pac-12 players who were like, well, this sucks. You know, I'm, I don't even get to play. Now they get to play this year and it doesn't even count towards their eligibility. And I get it. You know, it's, it's not like I want to take that away from the kids that are playing this year because it isn't a normal season. There's not going to be a national champion. There's not going to be a playoff from everything I've read. Right. And so it doesn't really count, but that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I so I was just wondering like, like what do you do with scholarship numbers and underclassmen and things like that? Yeah. I don't know because, uh, because yeah, you have to count. I wonder if they'll, if they'll expand that. Cause you're right. They can only have so many scholarship players on the team each year. They can only have so much on the roster. That's an interesting point because if you have a lot of guys coming back for that, you know, fifth or sixth year now, and you're bringing in those freshmen, I don't know what you do with that. This season's gonna mess everything up. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. God, it's awful, man. Uh, At least we're getting football, though. I know, man. At, At least, least we're you know, we're getting football. some. The NFL starts Biden soon. We're, we got sports. Uh, the NBA playoffs. We got we're Nuggets fans, obviously being in Denver. The Nuggets just forced a game seven. That was big. Yeah. So I'm yeah. happy. It's, I'm it's, happy with what I've got. It's a wonderful time of the year. And hopefully it does look like right now we are going to get football. But I tell you, I'm freaked out because we have seen these outbreaks of COVID on campuses. Oh, my God, dude. These, uh, like these huge outbreaks. <laughs> and the students are just... Well, I, look, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's because they're partying. But like, to be totally honest with you, if I was 19, I don't know that I would be behaving any differently. I know I wouldn't. But, yeah. But... It we're just not sucks. IT. <laughs> yeah, so we're not. We can... So we can judge them. Okay, so I know someone. I'm not going to name any names, but I know I'm close. I'm close names. with someone who is uh, who is in college right now at you know a fairly prominent, How close? fairly prominent school, very close. Mm. And uh, and and this person I know has the symptoms, <laughs> and what they're telling me is like 
everyone has it because they've all been partying together. Like their friends, their roommates, they all have it. They all know they have it. They get the symptoms. They lose like their sense of taste and smell. And what they're telling, like what all the students are saying is like, don't get tested unless you're like deathly ill because they don't want, they don't want the test numbers to like cancel everything down. And that's just at one school. So you know what's happening all over the place. No, no, for sure. I saw at Alabama, they were reporting 500 new cases within a week. It's like a 30% positive test rate. It's insane to think. Yeah, look at this. (laughs) 36 states report a total of 8,700 COVID-19 cases at colleges and universities. Yeah, that's Dude, on CNN it's Health. it's not good. I mean, hopefully, all, like the, the, I think the thing that will keep football going is just that the football players <laughs> have to be disciplined. And as long... <laughs> I think I got one of those recently. I think uh, I got one of those without my consent. Oh, boy. Poop tests stop COVID outbreak. Oh, yeah. I, I did hear about this. So they they like the, they knew the students weren't getting tested, so they tested the fecal matter from the dorm like poop pipes in order to know which dorms were having outbreaks. <laughs> Dude, how, no. is that gotta feel bad is that for that guy's job? Of uh, like like pro- like property or poop inv- property? I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, technically, you made it. Maybe it's like a right. Maybe it's a HIPAA violation. Like you can't take my stool sample without yeah. my my consent. Well, you HIPAA know? has everything to do with the individual person. They can't parcel out poops. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, maybe you're right. I, I guess it's probably like in the fine print when you sign the waiver to live in a dorm. Like, we get to test your shit if, if we choose. <laughs> like, the pipes are ours. The toilets are ours. You don't have to poop here, but it's ours. So we can Once have it. Once it's gone from your body, it's now public domain. Do you think it's like a health <laughs> official that has to go into the sewers? Or is it just some poor bastard who works at, you oh, know, God. at, at uh, Mississippi State that has to, like, go down there? He's like, I usually work in the bookstore, <laughs> but they've got me down here in, like, a hazmat suit scooping poop. It's part of, like, a, like a punishment for... Oh, my God. Gosh, brutal, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the good news is I've seen a lot of colleges. They're reporting the the athletic departments and the football programs are reporting their test results, and for the most part, they're doing okay. There's been a couple schools that have had issues. I know Clemson had like a small outbreak. Notre Dame did too, I think. And so I think that's the main thing for football is that if the campus is having outbreak, but the football team isn't, and the players are being disciplined and they're testing them and they're isolating them then we'll probably get at least get a start of a football season. We'll see how long it goes. Well, but I think that that's the, the more the, the more important thing is it's it's however long they can keep these players away from parties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, parties well, other people, yeah. things like that because I mean, this whole bubble idea works. It's working in other sports, it's working right now with players. Right. But you just can't do it in college cuz yeah, exactly. yeah. But I mean, hopefully I mean, I'm sure all the coaches are telling them the same thing like, "Hey, you got to you guys have to stay away from parties, all that stuff." But, it, I mean, that's tough, man. It's tough for like an, an a 18 to 22-year-old. You know, even if you do it, let's say you have a really good month, you're not seeing anyone, and then you see a party or like maybe your girlfriend is like, oh, come on, I want you to come and hang out with me. It, you know, it's a small gathering and you show up and there's like 20 kids there. It, that's hard. It, it would hard to be that, it's hard to be that disciplined as a young person. So I don't blame them for it. But, uh, you know. But again, I was a, I was a, I was a goddamn idiot moron oh yeah when i was that age I mean, we all I was, were right i was i would i would have I, I promise you i would have not cared at all i would have completely disregarded it let's party who cares where it would have been part my selfishness yeah and part the invincibility of just like of if course. i do get it so what i'm like, fine oh, yeah. yeah yeah just so. I, you know just stay away from old people is what i told this person i know i was like okay fine you're gonna party i'm not gonna tell you what to do just avoid Older people, please. That's ageism. Yeah. That'll get you in trouble these days. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing, I, I saw that Clemson 
is like they announced they're going to allow 20,000 people in their stadium. <laughs> I saw this. And it's so funny. Like there's no uniformity, obviously, across college sports because like so many schools are just saying like no fans and we'll see how it shakes out at Clemson. I I mean, as of as a fan who wants to see it, like it would be nice to hear some real crowd noises, even if it's I don't know how much you'll hear 20,000 because if you think back to like other games where the stadium is half empty, you don't hear a lot. Yeah, I, I'm wondering that too. Like, but. It's just like one person in every sixth seat. I don't know if it necessarily is about that. I think it's kind of when you're a player and you can look up and see people like sharing the family or something. Well, well, I think that it's just like a boost. Like when you can see people cheering for you, right? Whether it's like, I think that it's like a reminder because when there's no one in the stadium and it's a tough point in the game. If you can even see like a couple fans like on the outside of the like just cheering, like one guy like, holding like, a sign, <laughs> even like one guy, I feel like like it's like a little bit of you a, can do it. It's like a little bit of a boost, right? Yeah. And and, and if you see now like just again, the, I don't think the noise factor is going to be apparent at all. Right? Yeah. It's not going to be like the normal noise factor, but I think it's going to be a lift for the players, especially college players. Right. Like you look up in the end of the stands, you see player uh, fans going crazy for a good play you know yelling if there's a bad play right support so yeah you I know what it's, it's nice for the referees and their mental health they're not <laughs> yeah, gonna right? get booed for every bad call anymore i almost wonder if they would allow it i don't know how you'd have to obviously like you'd have to set limitations and rules for this but i'd almost be for allowing the home team to pipe in crowd noise in their stadium well because then it's still like a home field advantage what sport is it it may be college football maybe football i don't know but i remember hearing last week that one of the sports maybe the nfl is looking at giving people an opportunity. You know how like the NBA we talked about, they have like the individual the virtual fans. The virtual fans. Yeah. You can now pipe in sound from those fans. Yeah, see, that's genius. So the, the, I the love fans, it. You can now hear them go, oh, come on. Except there's going to be like some hacker who just like, like uh, you know, makes like a horrible high pitch noise that like <laughs> <laughs> like gets in everyone's ears. You know, right? someone's going to ruin it. Or someone's volume's going to get turned up. She's going to be like, can you feed the dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll hear like toilets flushing yeah, or, exactly. you know, people doing stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd be all for letting them pipe in crowd noise to make it more of a home field advantage, you know, like when the other team's on on offense or whatever in order to try to do that. But I don't know how you do that. They they probably won't do that. But I don't know. I mean, we're going to see how it looks. I hope they just let the bands in. I don't think they're going to. But I want to be able to hear... I want to be able to hear like the bands. I want to hear the fight yeah, songs I after the touchdowns. I do too. Hopefully, I bet you they'll at least play those if they don't allow the fans in the stadium. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I bet yeah, they'll at least like play the, the, the fight song. Noise, on, yes, because you got to like have that. the. You got to have. Uh, we talked about the bands last week. Are they still not coming? Not well, I don't think up? we had any official thing. I don't know if, if producer Smitty. No, I'm pretty sure we talked about that about the NFL that there's no mascots or um, cheerleaders. But I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'd love to find out if we're gonna have bands. Um, Moving on, Tyler, you sent me this tweet over the weekend. Uh, I think it was from CBS Sports, uh, and it was what it was. It's kind of like a, a viral meme or theme or whatever that you could you can call it. I've seen it on other, like uh, I've seen similar things, right? And so what it was, it was a map of the United States, and in each state, it was filled in with the 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 best football team in that state. And I'm sure they were using last year's stuff. And yeah, I've seen Ryan, this from Ryan, other can stuff. You, can you look this up? Uh, can you find it? It's uh, the CBS map, the most popular team in, the, in every state. No, it wasn't most popular. It was best. Best team best, in every best state. Best football team. Uh, best football team in each state. Yeah, by state. There you go. Um, and so you sent it to me, and I'm interested to know, because you're like, let's talk about this on the show. And uh, 
I didn't. I had almost no problems with it all. There were like three. There were a couple, but I think I think overall, because usually for things like this, it's nothing but clickbait. Yeah, and you just get people, and it's they just want to rile people up. Exactly. Well, like they'll pick like the shitty team on purpose. But uh, this, I mean, this is probably essentially the same list. But I only had three problems with it. I'm sure that you had problems with Air Force being the best, the best one in Colorado. Except they beat CU last year. Actually. I didn't have a problem. Oh with that. no way! Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought that would piss you off. I mean, they did beat CU last year, and what in overtime, right? It was a close game. Yeah, and I mean, they're a really good football program right now. Um, and so I'm trying to find. I had three in. states where I thought you could maybe find a problem, and only one of them was egregious, in my opinion. Right, you can go to Twitter if you want. Um, there it is, right there. Boom! Look at that. Oh wait, no, that's an old one because that has CSU on the Colorado. No, that's not the case. Yeah, I guess search it by like 2020 or um, I don't know. If you but, go to Twitter, uh, you can pull it up, Ryan. So I had three states where I had issues. Okay. It, for Texas, it had Baylor, and I get that as far as last year maybe by record. I still think Texas A&M is probably the better. I think if Texas A&M had played Baylor last year, I think. you go to the, uh, the messages over here the on the very left-hand side of the screen, the little envelope, yep. I think A&M was probably the best team in Texas last year. Um, it would be with uh, with me. Right there, three seconds ago. See how I shared that tweet? Oh, right there. Nice. Um, I would have put A&M, even though I guess Baylor had the better record and they, they were the best Big 12 team by far. Here we go. So this Boom. is the map. Thank you. Uh, it's all pretty standard. Nothing, nothing really bothered me except for... For t- the state of Tennessee, they had Memphis. Well, let, let's not let's not move on from Colorado because that one is 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 the one you brought up. <laughs> so I, I actually think they got it. Bothers me because CU's not the best team, but Air Force beat right. CU last yeah, year. Yeah, okay. That's so, pretty so much it's fair. Done. I think that's, I think it's that's fair. all I'm saying is like if it's if it's egregious, and I think for Tennessee, I know Memphis had a great year last year and they were really good in the American. I think maybe if they had played Tennessee like week one, but by the end of the year, Tennessee was really good. I think Tennessee was still the best team. In the states, I think Tennessee beats Memphis if they played week, you know, nine, well, ten, not 11. New York. Does New York not have any football teams? Just Buffalo, dude. Just Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah, it's not really a football state. Um, you know, mm. outside of the 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 Jets and the Bills and all that. Um, Are you shocked then, about Hawaii? <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> uh, is there like a Hawaii state? Even do they have more than one? Uh, the one that I think is the most egregious is North Carolina, and I li- I like App State by the way, but that's who they have on it. They have Appalachian State as the best team, and I think the best team was North University of North Carolina. They were good last year. They almost beat Clemson. They took Clemson to overtime right, and yeah. almost won they, on a failed two-point conversion attempt. Maybe it wasn't overtime. It was just at the end. But uh, that was the only one that actually bothered me. I actually thought they did a really good job of that. Yeah, they yeah. did. They it's did. a I'm, fun conversation starter. But it's overall, usually pretty easy to find out. Yeah. You know, you could maybe say the, with Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State and Ole Miss – that that's a close. It was a close game, and Arkansas. Yeah, who wait, is that? Who, who is that? Because that's not Arkan- the Razorbacks. No, that's Arkansas. Is that Arkansas State Tech or State or something? I mean, like that? Uh, uh, that's come probably on. no not better than Arkansas. Arkansas is really bad. Yeah, Arkansas no, was so on, bad dude. last year. Arkansas would beat that team, whoever the hell that is. Do we know that for sure? Oh, on, let me look up Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas, I think, won like two games last year, and they fired their coach. They're horrific. Uh, I think that might be Arkansas State or. Um, Maybe like uh, it is Arkansas State. What the, was their record last year? What conference? Are they probably like Fun Belt? Are they Sun Belt? Um, I have no. It's idea. a pretty easy map to do, you know. Yeah. Maybe you could say Northwestern Illinois is close. Um, Iowa Iowa State's close. But once again, Iowa beat them. So I'm they pretty, were eight and five last year. Who? 
Arkansas State? Arkansas All State. Right. Yeah, I'm, then I think that's totally fine. <laughs> Arkansas was so bad last year. So I think that's completely but, fair. But when they finally played an SEC team, Georgia, they lost 55 nothing. Okay, well, how bad did Georgia beat Arkansas? Because <laughs> I bet it wasn't too different. That would be my guess. The Georgia dog. Uh, Arkansas, I'm pretty a dog. bad. The Razorbacks. Everything went downhill for them when they got rid of, uh, what's his name, Petrino. Uh, when, he, when he crashed his motorcycle with his side piece on the hey. back. <laughs> you guys remember that? Remember yes. when he did the press conference yes. with the neck brace and he's got like skid marks all over his face? So epic, man. So epic. He's got like like an, an athletic director assistant on the back. You know, she's probably got like a thong out of her pants on the, on the back of his crotch rocket and he laid it down on the highway. So funny, man. It's so legendary. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about before we move on to the nope. games? Nope. That's okay. It. So... There's like five or six games this weekend. We're just going to break down three. We're going to do Middle Tennessee State uh, at Army to start. So the the first two are, are Saturday games. This is Saturday. We got Middle Tennessee State. What are they? What's their mascot? Middle Tennessee State. Blue the, Raiders, I think. The Blue Raiders? Off the top of my head. What are they? All right. We have to. Maybe, know. Ryan? <laughs> I'm looking. Oh, are you? Um... What are they? Man, this is terrible. I don't know how I didn't know this. No, they're the uh they played Michigan last year too. Middleton they're the Oh, the Lightning. The Lightning. The Lightning? Okay. That's Who's the Blue Raiders? Uh I don't know. Not anyone in Tennessee at least. Um All right, so they're at Army on the road. Army five and a half, five point favorite right around there. Bro, you I typed in Blue Raiders college football and it comes up Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee State, fucking first team. So they're maybe, the maybe they're like both. Maybe they're the. You're right. Just right there, it says. Well, wait, Middle Tennessee, but is there Middle Tennessee State in Middle Tennessee? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, whatever it is, uh, whether it's the rate, maybe Raiders. it's the that's the Blue Lightning Raiders. That's what we're gonna call them from now on. Uh, so they're going on the road at Army. Army, look, they're they're a really good home team. They're looking for a bounce back year. They had a really disappointing last year. Everyone kind of expected them to be the best out of the Service Academy teams last year. I think they only won six or seven games. It was a really poor showing from the uh, the Black Knights last year. Middle Tennessee State, they were really good against the spread last year, especially on the back half of their Tennessee. schedule. I think it's Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> well, no, I, all I know is that Army is playing Middle Tennessee State. Are they? Yes. Yes. Then they must be different things. No, they're playing Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Middle Tennessee State is the Lightning. Oh my gosh! It doesn't okay. So you're right. Maybe I'm just adding in state. All right. So Army's playing Middle Tennessee. I'm sorry. Gosh, how many schools are there in Tennessee? We've got University of Tennessee. Middle. There's a Middle Tennessee and a Middle Tennessee state. Yes. Come on, Tennessee. Get uh, your shit together. I think they're overdoing it with the colleges. Ridiculous, we man. Combine about, those into yeah, one. Yeah. Maybe you just like pick a new name for the two schools that are in the middle of the state. Um. So yeah, Middle Tennessee really good against the spread on the second half of their season last year. You know, they were a tough out for a lot of teams. Uh, but for me, the biggest thing, the reason I'm going to end up, I'm going to take Army here against the spread, minus five. We'll, we'll do minus five and a half. You can get it as low as five, so shop around that number. But it, I'm going to take them at minus five and, a half, five and a half, and it's because whenever you're playing an option team, you know, Middle Tennessee, they're lucky they get it the first week because they can practice that for a while, right? But because of COVID, practice restrictions they didn't get a full off season i think those reps are really important i think army comes out obviously they're, they're a service academy they're going to be super disciplined 
I think they come out ready to have a good showing this year. I think obviously they're going to run the ball for you know three or four hundred yards. I see them scoring a lot of points on Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee not getting the reps to stop them on defense. I'm taking the Black Knights. I hate this game. I don't want to bet it at all, and so I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Army to okay. avoid a bet board game. <laughs> um, okay. But also, I mean, look, the one question mark that I have for Army is they're replacing their uh, their quarterback. Uh, Kelvin Hopkins Jr. was one of the most dynamic people that no one talked about last year, yeah. right? He was a huge part of their success. And and I believe the quarterback position in the triple option is so key, so crucial. Now, the guy coming in, uh, he's a senior, not a lot of experience, but that to me is the main thing. They have several wingbacks coming back, a couple defenders, and I do think that the option is going to be too much for Middle Tennessee to handle yep. with not a lot of time. So for that reason, I'm going to go Army. I don't love this at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, again, not a deep handicap here or anything like that. Yeah. But I just think that it's probably going to be too much to overcome. Five and a half points seemed like a lot at first. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I was on Middle Tennessee for you a while. you talk yourself first, into the Blue Lightning or what, what are they? The Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I'm going to go uh, Army for the, for the reasons we just said. I think over the course of the game, they'll wear out... Uh, Middle Tennessee and and eventually uh, get the win. Okay, I'm interested to see if we're gonna get a bet board at any of these yet. I think we'll um, get one. Okay, Mayo, you think so? Okay, so next game we got SMU at Texas State, Southern Methodist going on the road at Texas State. I don't even know where Texas State is. Smitty, can you look look that I up for me? There's so many. Prio. There's so many schools in Prio. I don't yeah, think let's that's go a, I don't think that's a place. <laughs> I think you just made that up. Um, uh, Prio, SMU, Prio, uh, it's an in-state school, obviously. SMU is in Texas. The Texas State Bobcats. Here we go. The Bobcats. They are in San Marcos. Okay. I've actually heard of San Marcos. Of course they are. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, what's their... Oh, yeah. Okay. They're the Bobcats. Uh, so SMU, look. The Bobcats. They had like a... SMU had a really big bounce back year last year. It almost felt like the Pony Express was back from the old days. They uh, they had Shane Bouchelle at quarterback, the Texas transfer, the Longhorn transfer. They were scoring a ton of points. It, they were fun to watch. People in Texas were really excited about it. People in uh, in the Dallas area where they play were really excited. I, I was in Dallas last year for the, the Red River shootout, and like people were talking about how good SMU was and how excited they were to watch them play. And so I think it's a good thing that they're back. And they, to me, this this game, obviously they're favored by 20 and a half right now. So it's getting up to 21-22. There man. you go. So very heavy favorite against Texas State. It's pretty simple. Texas State is a really bad football program. They've been terrible for years now. They have a horrible record over the last four seasons. And SMU doesn't have a great record over the last four seasons, but last year was such a bounce back year. I think it's just a signal of them you know turning things around as a program i think you're still going to see them score a ton of points and for that reason i'm going to take smu covering a, a monster spread here it scares me whenever we get uh, t- uh games like this because whenever you get a really bad team playing a really good team it's often easy to pick the really good team and for those who don't know because we did zoom through the intros today i am a i, I i'm a uh, professional sports better so I, I i enter these games from a very different mindset and a different point of view and uh from the from the beginning of this, it had that uh, kind of bad taste in your mouth, where it's just like everyone is going to pick SMU. Why? Because it's a good team playing a bad team. I feel like this line could be twenty seven, and people would pick them twenty six, right? Twenty one, thirty one. It's like 
people are just going to take them because they're a good team, right? Yeah. So I like to take this and attack it from a different angle. So I'm not going to take the full game. I'm going to look at a first half spread. The reason okay. is SMU, you mentioned they had a huge bounce back year last year. Matter of fact, they improved, I think, 700 offensive yards and seven touchdowns from one season to the next. Wow. So it was a huge improvement from last year. Um, and they got off to a very good start last season. I think... Their first game of the year, they won. Uh, they covered the spread by like twenty or thirty points, and they got off to a good start. So I don't, I don't doubt SMU will start quickly. Okay. What I'm afraid of this game is SMU getting off to a lead and then resting their starters because right. they know without the adequate preparation, yeah. you're probably going to get more injuries. So true. On that. I'm going to look for the first half. First half spread, as we sit, even with the line 21-22, is 11.5. I'm going to go 11.5 SMU uh, first half. I like that. I like that. All right, last but not least, in fact, it's the biggest game on the schedule this week. We've got BYU going on the road at Navy. This one's interesting because Navy started out as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It's already down to a, a one-point favorite, and in some places you can even find BYU a one-point favorite. So this line has moved a ton. We've seen a lot of money come in on the uh, the Cougars, and this game Monday night, by the way. So it's, Are you ready for some football? We'll probably record next week's show even before this game is over, Monday so we'll have to, we'll have to fi- figure out the results uh, you know, afterwards. But uh, for me, this is big. This is... Navy, they had the number one rushing offense last year, which obviously is no surprise with them being a uh, you know a a option team, a service academy team. But the number one rushing offense, but no Malcolm Perry this year. Malcolm Perry, maybe the best quarterback in in program history for Navy. I mean, he was really special, played for multiple years. Obviously, you know when you're a quarterback at Navy, you're not going to be known for prolific passing, but he was really great at at running the option, making the right plays all the time. No Malcolm Perry, so it will be interesting to see how they kind of work in the new guy. Uh, and But once again, you know, BYU, not a lot of time to, to prepare for the option because of COVID, because fall camp started late for a lot of these programs. And so I don't like the idea of BYU. You know, I don't want to jump on Navy like so hard because BYU was a really tough out last year. They had, last year they went on the road, beat Tennessee. They beat Boise State late in the year in a big upset last year. BYU is a tough team. They're well-coached. Salon, uh, Kalani Sataki, I think is his name. Uh and I think he might have come from Navy, too. I'm pretty sure he was at Navy at one point in the past. Um, I'm hesitant here because I, I do think BYU is tough and they're well-coached, but I'm going to take Navy here. Mi- minus one. I'm going Chalk Service Academy. We got a bet Chalk board? It up. We got a bet board. Oh, we're going minus one, right? Navy minus one? Because the line has moved. So what do you got? Uh, Where are we taking this? You see, I think you jumped on it. You wanted a BYU plus two and a half, but the line has you know, since last night has shifted. So are you taking... I'm taking Navy minus one. Are you taking uh, SMU minus 22 then? If that's what the current line is? Is that what it is? It is. Okay. Then yeah, sure. I'll take uh, uh, SMU. I mean, but yes, I am. Uh, That's not a bet board game for us either way, but uh, what do you think? Are you changing your mind here? Obviously you had... See, the Sharps were on it and, you know, you're you're an example of that. You you loved the value of BYU plus two and a half. Right, and now that it's... But I, I looked online. You can even find BYU favored by a point on some sites. That's how much the, the, the line has shifted. Right. So what do you think? Um, I'll go BYU. You're going to we'll take, take BYU uh, straight up? Okay. Uh, plus, or, or plus, plus one. one. Right. Yeah, plus one. Okay, it's on the board. Put it on um, the board. 
Zach Wilson, their quarterback, comes back. He was out much of last year. Now, we remember what a tough out BYU was last season, especially against the spread. That was with a backup quarterback and uh, a backup pretty much offensive line, right? Four offensive linemen injured last year. Yeah. They're all back. Their entire offensive line's back. I like the defensive structure and discipline that BYU has. If there's one team who can prepare for the triple option, I'll take BYU. And Dalen Morris is starting now for uh, uh, Navy. He's a senior, right? And it says something to me. When you're a senior, you get passed up now for five years. Right. But that to me isn't, we're waiting until we give you the keys. That's, we gave everyone else the keys till we didn't have a choice. Right. So for those That's reasons, point. we'll go BYU plus and one. Zach Wilson was Chuck a freshman up. last year, wasn't he? The quarterback? I, I'm pretty I, sure he was a true freshman. I'm not sure if he was a freshman, but I do know he was out for much of the season. He yeah. Returns well that yeah so that game's Monday night so we won't know if if uh, who gets the first bet board victory until after next week's show but we'll we'll make sure to update that um, if you want to uh, yeah put that on the board and uh, I think that's Chal- it, that's it for today's well, show go ahead and chalk her up that's right. Um, right I've been working on my uh, Simpsons voices so maybe next week I'll give you one okay yeah work on those make sure <laughs> make sure you keep working on them. <laughs> Uh, next week's show is going to be great though we've got uh, we're going to have some conference winner picks for the conferences that are playing we're going to give out our Heisman picks and then obviously then we're looking at real uh, Power 5 programs Tyler give out your Twitter at Tyler Walge Smitty give out your Twitter I'm at Woos Media at Woos Media and I'm at Will Chambers CFB we'll see you guys next week